Welcome to The Bridge. Fun conversations on culture, life, and everything in between. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Bridge. We are a show that connects East and West. My name is Jason. I am from San Francisco, California in the United States, although I am now living here in beautiful Wuhan, China, and you can call me by my Chinese name if you prefer, Shangguan Jiewen, and we are here today with... Alex Shu, that's me. Hi, Alex. And where are you uh, broadcasting from? I am in the, what they call, center of China. I'm in Beijing, everybody. Find us where you get your podcasts. If you like the show, then consider pushing the like button or giving us five stars. Suggestions, comments, anything you would like to share, email us at welovethebridge at gmail.com. We love the bridge. Today's topic is home delivery. I'd like to begin with a story. I used to live in San Francisco. I'd have all-nighters going to university. I was going to university at that time at two different universities, and I had a lot of all-nighters. And there was a place called Mr. Pizza. And Mr. Pizza was Bay Area's, like, pizza place that was open 24 hours a day. So sometimes, 1 a.m., it was time to order, like, a triple cheese pizza with olives so that I could make it through the night and get ready for midterms or finals or whatever. When you were living in Boston or New York, did you order takeout there? I did. I did a lot because it's it's the same situation because I was going to school uh, when I was in the States as well. And it just, you know, most of the days you just don't feel like you have the energy to cook whatever you want to eat. So Mm. you would have to just choose something from a very limited number of options that you could have and just you know, the joy of food being served to your door, that's very, that's a very comforting uh, feeling. So yes, I was a, was a very loyal customer to the couple takeout places around my apartment back then. So uh, you were able to get what kind of foods? What variety could you get in the States? Most of the time, just pizza. And uh, actually, I try to order Chinese food a lot. Asian food in general, Chinese food, Japanese food, Korean, Indian, a lot more than other cuisines. I don't remember ever ordering a burger home or a steak or anything else. I felt like, huh, I think I've only ordered either chicken or pizza. Other than that, it's all Asian food. Yeah. Pizza is the primary historical deliverer in the United States. It's pretty easy to get pizza pretty much anywhere in the States. Where my mom lives, Oakdale, California, they have little trucks that say like Domino's parked in front of the Domino's place. And so in front of Pizza Hut, they have little trucks that say Pizza Hut parked in front of them. It's like their own squad of vehicles ready to deliver pizzas um, all over Oakdale. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you, in larger cities, you get a little bit more variety. and you But you call them directly. You usually call them on the phone. Some of them have apps and then they'll deliver. Fairly convenient if you if you don't mind getting those kinds of things. My experience has been most people will go to what we call a drive-thru. And in the United States, they have a lot of fast food restaurants like Taco Bell, KFC, they have drive-throughs where you just bring your car around the side of the restaurant and queue, and then you pick up your own food and then you just bring it home on the way from work or whatever. Have you? Do they have a lot of those on the East Coast too? Uh, not yes? not as much as the city I lived in. I remember in uh, we would have to go out of the city a little bit in both Boston and New York to um, to go to any drive-through restaurants, but this is. I, when, when the first time I, the first time I went there, I was like, as a, as a Chinese person, as someone who's not a, you know, a New York native or Boston native, I was like, this is so nerve wracking because I have to talk to someone through 
that little, you know, um, that uh, the telecom May thing. I take your order, please. I was like, I won't. I don't understand what you said. It's, it's, it's they usually speak really fast, and then I don't know Do what you have to. Three cheeseburgers, got in and a box of French fries, and a soda. Right. <laughs> By the way, that was really good. Were you just covering your mouth? That that was really good. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I was. I was just using my mouth. <laughs> oh, that was really that was very good. That's, that's, it, it sounds like yeah, that, yeah, it sounds exactly like that, and and a little a little worse. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand. And yeah, actually, sometimes it's just static. Yeah, is that right? <laughs> and then these these these. I, I think they like, might be tooling with the people. <laughs> they could be. I mean, if you take quarters like that for a whole day, you might as well have some fun. But You're bored out of your mind. And you, you just, just start messing with people in the drive-through. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if I go to a drive through i just have to be okay with whatever i'm going to get when we drive to the window when they deliver the food regardless of what i tried to order whatever i get i was like okay i'll take it sure that i, I ordered i ordered three double cheeseburgers for myself yes I, you just described my lunch that's amazing how did you know <laughs> <laughs> i have six cents jason i have six cents that's amazing Um, so let's switch back, to, switch over to China for a moment. Yeah. And so the process of give it, getting food from your home is a little bit different. So I have actually, I don't think I've ever seen a drive-through in China. They don't exist. Have you ever seen that? I think there's there's a, a, a couple, very very few of them out there though. I've seen like maybe one or two. Just as they have a name, even it's called De Lai Su, which is kind of the you know it plays on the yeah it plays on the the pronunciation of drive through but if you put a little a bit drive through like drive through yeah. so it's like you know de lai su yeah. meaning getting uh, like fast uh getting it fast like you know i would love to see that you got to send me an address later <laughs> i'll look it up and send it to you i might i might go myself as well that would be fun to see how the language of chinese is going to sound like through that little telecom thing <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I have a vlog I'm, I need to do coming up. Um, so, how do people get food delivered to their home in China? What's the process? Well, right now it's it's as simple as picking up your phone, a couple clicks away, and thirty minutes later, your food is at your door, and it could be from any restaurant. Yeah, I use an app called Alama. I know that a lot Same. of people use Meituan. Yeah, but I'm I don't feel like using two apps and a lot of people are like, oh, but Meituan has this and Meituan has that. I'm sure it does. But I'm just like one of those people, once I find one way to do something, I'm like, that's the way that I'm going to use. <laughs> so, I just have, a, I figured out how to use Alama first. So, uh -huh. I just use Alama. And uh, yeah, it does deliver within one hour. A lot of food does deliver in 30 minutes, but I don't always want what's just right around me. I live in this district <laughs> in Wuhan called Han Hanyang. And it's like the bedroom community. So, Beijing has Daxing. And yeah. Wuhan has Hanyang. It's I not see. as densely packed with everything you want in one place. So it's a little bit more spread out. So if I want like really good pizza or I want like Indian food or something, I have to wait a little bit longer. Mm, I'm a little bit more spoiled than you than you are. I live in the Oh yeah, Beijing's got sort of so much of everything. Yeah. Yeah, and I live in I live in Sanlitun, so I have a lot of options around me. This is like a, a world yeah. cuisine hub. With that, I can be I can have the luxurious option of just saying thirty minutes delivery, and I could just look at all the restaurants that are going to yeah. send the food yeah. to my door within thirty minutes. Well, yeah, you do li definitely live in like the hub of like restaurants and 
like kind of people think of like downtown is usually the place where the tall buildings are, which is like Guamau. But like San Lituan yeah. is like the cultural no. downtown yes. of, of yes. Beijing. Yeah. We have way more stuff over here. You know, what's really interesting about Alamo that I find is you don't just have to order food. I mean, I can order food, but I can also like order office supplies, for example. So if I need yeah. like books and pens and markers and highlighters or whatever it is that I need, like it will actually still deliver that within 45 minutes or an hour to my home. And so I, I, I have the convenience of never really having to leave my home unless I want to go for a walk. Yeah, I that's the thing a lot of people because I actually started using Ulama back in 2011 and 12 when I was in uh, college. But back then Ulama mm, was like a, ahead of the curve a little. Yeah, it was it wasn't a, a huge app yet. It was mostly built for, you know, college students to order meal pretty quick and there it was serving just that uh, a little block of the city and when i came back it became this huge thing and i'm looking at i'm actually looking at my phone because a lot of people think of ulama including meituan actually as just a food ordering like food de- food delivery app but it has you know groceries it has specifically just dessert and beverage and uh and and, and medicine i found that to be like super helpful Whenever I'm like not feeling too well, I don't want to go outside or if I'm actually hurt, you know, twisting my ankle or something, I just, I just order that and then the, the medicine gets here really quick because they don't have to prepare it. They just pick it up and bring it to your door. So that really hmm. brings a lot of convenience. It does sound incredibly convenient. You know, when you're sick, you don't want to go out. Maybe you and your partner are sick at the same time. Neither of you wants to go out and it's like, okay, no, right. you go out. <laughs> no, you go out. <laughs> but if you could just have all the medicine delivered, then... Uh, also, but it would be a little scary, right? For the delivery person. Oh my God, look at this huge bag of medicine. <laughs> I do worry <laughs> about, about that. I do worry about that. <laughs> I need glo- some gloves. Yeah. The mask, double mask. I know. <laughs> I mean, even before, before COVID. You know, he, I found this is really strange. A couple of years ago, I could walk into like uh, a medicine shop or order online. I can get ibuprofen. I use it for like back pain and neck pain and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found out after I moved here, I was like, oh, I'm out of ibuprofen. I need to order some more that you actually need to register that you're ordering ibuprofen now because it can be used to break a fever. Yeah. And like the government wants to make sure, oh, this person might have COVID. So you have to actually use your real name and like log in really properly and show your ID and stuff to get it, which makes a lot of sense to me. But it's, you know, and actually, it's really convenient making maintaining this zero COVID breakout thing that that's going on, which is fantastic. But America also now has these same kind of delivery services, I want to compare them a little bit, they have one, two that I, I know of Grubhub and Uber Eats. Yeah. And actually, you you mentioned one before when I was speaking with you. It's Amazon Fresh. Is that what it was called? Yes, that's for mostly grocery items. Like, so you can get a grocery store. Yeah, yeah, but it's very it's very limited. You know, it's very much dependent depending on where you live and which warehouses you're which warehouse you're closest to, and so the uh, the items that you can um, order would be only from the warehouse for your neighborhood. And it takes two hours. You could get broccoli, though. If you're like, oh, mine, I'm making something. I need broccoli. I forgot to buy broccoli. You could get broccoli from Amazon Fresh. Yes or no? Because broccoli. Broccoli is everywhere. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Uber Eats and Grubhub, my little brother told me a little bit about both of them. And apparently, they're a little bit on the expensive side, and at least in comparison to what our services here in China. Like Meituan 
And Alama, it's like maybe free, maybe a couple of quai. Yeah. You know, we're talking tops like it's five quai. That's like really expensive, right? Which is like less than a dollar. But like Grubhub and Uber Eats are more like on the three to five, six dollars plus tip yes. kind of scale. So and then, it seems a little bit more expensive. Yeah. And I've always kind of struggled a little bit of... Uh, with with how much I should tip for the delivery person. I don't know if I should tip according to the delivery fee or tip to the, the amount of my actual bill. I, I try to tip a little more if it's too much uh, too much food I order, if it's too heavy or if it's bad, bad weather. And sometimes I feel mm. like I am, it's like I am paying for a meal, but I ended up paying for two meals for, you know, for the amount of one with delivery fee. <laughs> And tips, and I'm not saying that they don't deserve the tips and stuff, but it does make ordering in a lot easier over here because, well, it's not part of the culture to really tip um, the delivery people, but also they get, um, I don't know if you noticed, if you order something that's really heavy, the platform automatically adds this, uh, you know, uh, extra charge for A service, yeah, for heavy weight, or if you're traveling if you're ordering from for example if you're ordering your indian food from someplace that's over an hour away then they charge a little more for a distance <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I that sound you've described me perfectly <laughs> you know what i always felt bad about ordering really heavy things like me too i have a water filter now i have like a very nice water filter uh, but I, but i used to order bottled water to my house like the big ones you know the i really... still do that <laughs> so i always like oh do, are, are they getting enough money? And then I there is a tipping fee, so you can add. Because I feel like, really, they're just bringing me like 20 quai of water. That's enough water for mm-hmm. my next two months of water consumption. I kind of feel guilty because, you know, it's not just like a little bag of something. Instead, they're just like clugging this around the, the city for me. <laughs> yeah, but the, 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 the good thing is, the, like I said, the, the platform does take care of that. I think I'm not exactly sure how or who says that, you know, the delivery person needs a, a little bit more service fee for carrying this really heavy system. I think it's by the I think it's by the platform because I remember I ordered um <laughs> this is horrible. I ordered like eight or ten uh, ginger ales and then those like five liter, you know, big water bottles, two of them. Mm-hmm. And so when I was checking out, the platform said there's going to be a charge for, you know, um, bulky items. And I was like, yes, yes, please. <laughs> but yeah, I feel um, the same way. Like, yes, let's compensate this person for the horrible torture I'm putting them through. <laughs> yeah. So the platform takes care of that so that the customers kind of just don't have to really worry about it just i just make sure that i i say like a really genuine thank you when they get to my door and i said (laughs) i just say thank you many many times and and so that they know that i am i am very grateful everyone's great (laughs) gratitude is always expressed best through repetitive thank yous (laughs) exactly that's a secret to speaking chinese as well So, you know, one thing that's really similar is actually sending flowers in the U.S. and China. So, like, if I want to send flowers in the U.S., it's a similar process. But the difference is I would call the flower store and give them my credit card information. Whereas here in China, you could just open an app and do it right there. Uh, Have you ever received flowers here in China? I have, but uh, not to not send to my workplace. You know, that was kind of my fantasy always you know like in the movies when you go 
into your office and someone comes to you and say, here, Ms. Shu, there's a, a flower sent for you with a card and stuff. But I did receive flowers that was booked on Ulama. I think it took them like an hour and it was a very beautiful bouquet. But when you were talking about having to call the flower shop and stuff, that was actually one of the things that made me super nervous when I was in the States, at least, because I would always have to make phone calls. And I'm always mm-hmm. kind of worried that it's not gonna, I'm not gonna make it very clear where I am. And there's a lot of things to clarify. Mm. So I think like being able to, you know, just ordering it on your phone, it kind of takes away that mm-hmm. anxiety, if, especially you have like, you know, you're socially awkward or are you a little anxious about social situations? Because it's kind of like, you don't need to do this part and you can still get the flower. So that just makes things super easy for me. <laughs> Well, I hope your partner listens to this podcast because then they can know that you would like some flowers sent to your workplace. I was dropping hints like <laughs> mad crazy. <laughs> Send well, it I think to this, my- this is way beyond a hint now. I mean, it's just official. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It's not been directed directly into his ear, but if he listens to you on Do Your Work, then flowers should arrive. You know, I've worked here in China a long time, and it seems like they're usually very special occasions, like uh, an engagement or um, like marriage is coming up or something, flowers are sent. It's not just like, oh, it's our anniversary kind of flowers. It seems like in China, flowers are sent for like a yeah. really big deal. It seems it seems to be like that. But I hope I, I hope this becomes a more, you know, maybe maybe again, I feel like we have a lot of business ideas on this show that just come up from our conversations. We should put <laughs> flower sending as a really, you know, crucial part of the delivery business. You know, that's just... The person is happy, bring you know, bearing the flowers, and the person who receives this is going to be super happy. It's like feeding the soul versus feeding the stomach. It's still, it's, it's just as important, you know. Make the world a better place. So, you know, um, the Swedish. Speaking of delivery, the Swedish company IKEA. It's all over the world. It's here in China too. I, in Beijing, what are there? There are two or three now. I only know of one IKEA, the big one. If you go south on line four. It's a uh, in Dash the Dashing area, you know the like sub- suburbs, the south of Beijing, between the fourth and the fifth ring. There's another <laughs> one. It's just as big as the one you, you call the big one, and then there's another one that is like a mini IKEA, but it's still IKEA, and it's in um on the west side. Really? Yes. There's a tiny one there. I did not know <laughs> that there was an IKEA in the center of the city. It's, it's like a miniature oh, IKEA. Wow. It doesn't have. I mean, it has like just a few sofas and stuff. And then it has like all the little trinkety parts, you know, you know, when you, you're on your way out of Ikea and you're like, oh, I'm finished. And then there's like a million little tiny cute things you never realize that you want. But then you see them and you're like, I got to have that. That That's what they have. I there. love hate Ikea. I really do. I feel, you know, it's <laughs> Ikea is a place where you could see all the possibilities. You know, you go in there and you go mm. into these display rooms and you're like, this is how I want my living room to look like. Because you go in there mm. and like I said, you see, oh, this is my dream house. And you're like, I'm only here to get a little shelf. And then instead you're like, this couch is pretty nice. This, you know, table, I would love to put it in the corner of my, you know, study. And then, hey, you know what? These tiny little candles, I'm just going to grab them too. So I always go in there with one thing that I want to buy or a couple of small things. And I come out with a whole shopping cart of stuff and a lot more stuff that are waiting to be delivered to my house. Hurts my wallet. You know, I think this is something, this is the next next topic I think you might know a lot about. I have a good feeling about it. This is about doing. 
Now, people, you can go on, ta- you can go on Taobao or JD or all of these different platforms and you can read reviews about a product. But there's a new way that Douyin is marketing products. So instead of reading a review and looking at the picture of, you know, some woman holding the doll or whatever, and like, is that appropriate <laughs> size? How tall is this woman really? You can yeah. actually see someone demonstrate the use of the product live. And then there, there are links that you can click that just you can order the product instantaneously from the Douyin platform. Have, have you used this? Trust me, when this whole Douyin selling platform first became a thing, I was trying really hard to resist it. Not for any specific reason. <laughs> I was just like, no, that doesn't make sense. Why would I stay in someone's quote unquote live room just, you know, listening to them talk about endless stuff? <laughs> oh, and the joke's on me. I started doing that recently and I found myself to be hopelessly hooked to this. I've ordered all kinds of stuff. On there, and it's not even because I don't know. Maybe it's the power of the celebrity who's you know uh, vying for the product, or or because, like you said, you could actually see a live demonstration, and then if you want, you know, you could ask questions, and they could answer your questions right mm, there. Mm. So you're like, oh, I don't know how it mm. looks on someone like this, and I'd be like. And then it seems like they always have a team of, you know, all kinds of people waiting there, even if they're not on camera. You're like, oh, I am, you know, uh, 5'10", and I, I weigh, I don't know, 180 pounds, and is this going to look good on me? And they would just pull someone in. Mm. They're like, hey, look, this is how it roughly looks on our colleague who looks like what you're describing. And it's it's. <laughs> I think the Douyin platform has sometimes a better deal because there is a time restraint on it. And that's why they're like, if you are mm. in my live room, if in my streaming, and uh, you 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 can push your button fast enough, you get a really really good deal. So that's like I guess it's kind of like Black Friday in North America, except for you don't have to physically go to a place. You just gotta hold your phone and make sure that when they say go, you just go. You know, bye 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 bye, and it's 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 kind mm. of fun actually. It gives you. A, a weird sense of participation. You're not just passively browsing the. I products. think there's also kind of like an addictive nature to it. My wife went on on one of these rooms to buy one like lovely jade bracelet. She's like, "Oh, this is great! I love this channel." You know, flash for, fa- like fast forward a month later. And now we uh-huh. have like 10 jade bracelets in the home. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> she, and she knows so much more about jade, too, because she was like watching the channel all the time. So she learned, oh, this kind of jade comes from here. And these are its qualities. And this kind of jade comes from there. And these are its qualities. And look at this one. It's pink jade. Did you know they had pink jade? Yes, there's pink jade. I just bought one. <laughs> <laughs> but don't hey, worry. I got a, a very good deal. I got a really good deal on it, Jason. Don't worry. Don't, what? don't be upset. <laughs> Jason, you might need to start working a lot harder just to help out you know <laughs> on the purchasing I, part I had of it. her use her addiction to buy my mom a jade bracelet my sister-in-law a jade, a jade bracelet and more so she was getting these really amazing discounts because she actually did learn about really good jade that's not you know too expensive see it how it works out. out and eventually you know i said okay enough rocks we have enough rocks now and she was like okay okay just one one <laughs> more and i was like okay fine <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's not going to, it's not going to just be one more, Mm -hmm. right? Well, we'll see. So far, so good. (laughs) Uh, You know, I think that's kind of universal. There's, I I have heard of some other languages, they don't actually count like with numbers, one, two, three, four, five, six, they have like one, two, three, four, many. 
So like in order to say many in some languages, you just say like <laughs> many, many, many. Okay, well, how many is a billion? That's at least four many's right there. <laughs> <laughs> what language is that? <laughs> you know, I'm gonna have to look it up and get back to you, but I remember explicitly at least being anecdotally told about this other language. <laughs> yeah, let's switch platforms. I've heard a similar little bit. jokes. So we've been mm-hmm. talking about Alama and Meituan. These are primarily like uh, firstly, before I move on, I'm sorry. Um if you're a shop, if I'm a shop and I sell anything, I can put it on Alama. So all the kinds of shops that you can imagine, pretty 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 much everything around your home for a few kilometers is going to be covered almost every single kind of thing that you can imagine and you can get that fast you could probably buy a phone like right on alama if you looked hard enough but there's an, there are other services they're called jd and taobao and i think <laughs> there might be some others as well and these are very similar to amazon yeah. uh so what is when is the difference when would you not use alama and uh, meituan and when would you use jd and taobao mm. I, I will say that Olama and Meituan, as, as many categories of, of products as they have on their platform, it's still more for, it, they're primarily for, for food, something that you will immediately consume and something that's, you know, reasonable to be delivered on a scooter. But if you're looking at other products that are more, uh, complicated or things that are either bulkier or things that are not for daily consumption, for me, I, I, I use JD and Taobao very differently. And again, I want to I wanna really broadcast what Taobao and JD are to <laughs> whoever that's listening. Because if you think about, you know, the equivalent to Taobao in, mm-hmm. in the US, someone would say it's, it's, it's eBay. Some says it's, a, some say it's a Amazon. I'm like, actually think about like if Amazon, Craigslist and eBay had a baby mm. together. That would be Taobao. Like Taobao covers literally everything. Everything. You want to find a wedding planner and you don't know anyone? Go on Taobao. They have it. What really? You can you can hire people on Taobao. Oh my God, yes. I have never heard of that until today. Yes, there are shops. Shops of people. <laughs> there are all kinds of services. That's amazing. That sounds so <laughs> weird, but... Um, <laughs> That sounds so, but it's uh, all kinds of services are available. I guess Craigslist is kind of like that, right? (laughs) Right? It's just that there's no shop, there are no shops, there's no so-called customer service on Craigslist. You're just responsible for whatever you purchase or or, or exchange with the person you're talking to. I've had, I've had my fair share of Craigslist nightmare myself, but um, Taobao is really like if you just need something that is not in a physical shop or you don't want to go to a physical shop, really just be wild and bold about what you are trying to get. And you name it, Taobao probably has it. And this is not hyperbole. This is this is a reality. Taobao is just everything. Because it's so, you know, massive, it covers so many different kind of grounds. Um, you just got to be a little more, you have to just look a little closer. It certainly has everything I want. I have some ex- imaginative things like uh, there's a character from a Japanese cartoon called uh, Totoro, which is like a, what is it? A chinchilla. It's a chinchilla. Yes. It's Totoro. a giant chinchilla Totoro. person. And uh, I wanted to go for that as Halloween. And I was like, okay, this, uh, they've got to have this on Taobao. And sure enough, it was a matter of choosing between different options to be this giant, you know, <laughs> I could get the full costume where I look like the sh- proper shape and everything, or just get the jumper. You know, the, the cost was there, so I just got the <laughs> jumper one. But now it's my pajamas in winter, so 
you know, there you have that. It was. <laughs> now I want to see. A <laughs> I'm photo. not so sure that uh, those are going to be anytime readily available. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. You could get actually just you could get T-shirts with what you want printed on them done on JD and Taobao. So that's oh, those are such great gifts. Great gift options. It is. I mean, um, also not just gifts for yourself. Like instead of buying someone else's shirt that says something that they think is cool, right? You could put your own words. Or your own favorite quote on a shirt and just order from Taobao. And what's really cool about Taobao and JD is you're going to get that like the next day or two days later. Maybe not a shirt that's printed with what you want on it. You might have to wait three days because of the extra work that's being done on the other side before yep. it's shipped. But the shipping time itself will only be like a day or two. I've had faster mm -hmm. on JD actually. I've had like same day. So did you order in the morning and you got it in the evening? I think it's, I think so. I think I, it wasn't even early in the morning I ordered it because I'm not, I'm not really a morning person. I wake up around 10 if I could or later. So I think I ordered it. I think it that counts as morning. <laughs> technically. Yeah, sure. But I think I ordered it closer to noon and then I got it around like five or six. They wow. must have had it like really close to my place. It still said like two day delivery or estimated delivery um, was for the day after, but I got it on the day off. And it was, I think it was a book or something. It was really fast. Maybe they're just sitting outside and using telepathy to tell you that that's what you want. And then when, once you've decided- They were just waiting for me to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, go, go, go. She's decided that she wants it. Go. <laughs> she placed the order. Go, 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 go get her. <laughs> Impress her. So she buys more. I'm like, okay, and I'm in. There are also malls. This is one thing I find really fascinating and convenient about China. If, you, if you're not interested in delivery and you like going out and going to malls, you can. And there are malls everywhere. There are these huge super malls all over every major city in China. So, and every neighborhood has its own huge super mall that's like at least three or four stories tall with a movie theater and like there's just hundreds of shops. And they're all magnificent. They are all magnificent. It's really amazing. Anyways, I like to go to those just to walk around, maybe get some food or whatever. It's something to do. But sometimes my wife is really particular. So she'll stand in the shop and like, okay, a phone shop or wherever, and she'll check online. She'll go to JD, she'll go to Taobao, and then she'll talk to the people there. And then she can find <laughs> the absolute cheapest deal. Do you have it the same price in the shop? Okay, we can buy it there. If you don't have it in the same price, we can look at the phones physically in person and then just order them. Hey, guess what? The same phone is in our house tomorrow or the next day. And then, you know, we can wow. save money. And you know, what's really, I thought at first coming from America, oh, this is inconveniencing the people in the shop. But the people in the shops I have found are like, oh, no, no, let me help you look for it online and help grab your phone. And yes. They're like, okay, yeah, this is the best deal right here. And that's really cool. A synergy. Yeah, it's a very sort of healthy, you know, um, uh, incorporated process of, of shopping. And I'm sure they have, usually if we're talking about the brands that are in the shopping malls, they probably have their online stores set up as well. And it's just part of, you know, the, the, the brand's branding system. So they're probably instructed as well to say if customers do want to uh, get it online. Because sometimes in the physical store, just they would run out of sizes or something. And they would say, hey, you know, you could order on online shop and it'll be shipped to your door. Or sometimes I would leave my information and they would just, you know, shouldn't phone it to my apartment if they have to get the order from somewhere else, from some other warehouse or whatever. And what is Shunfeng? Shunfeng is a... 
I'm trying to think of the if there's a similar service in the states. So think about think of it's kind of like the the UPS mm, mm-hmm. uh, FedEx, but it's so cheap it's almost next to. So nothing. this is a is this like a state enterprise like UPS? You got me with that question. I'm not sure. I don't think they're state. They're not state for sure. It's a, a perfect introduction to the next topic I wanted to cover. In the United States, they have the United Postal Service or UPS. It's one of the big ones, along with some private industry. A lot of Amazon packages are delivered via UPS. And UPS has been around since the founding of the United States. The ability to deliver mail is goes hand in hand with, I think, the US identity to some extent, which is in a w- weird kind of way. Um, but it's actually yeah. not that fast. Although it's very reliable, it's kind of slow, you know? And so if you order some things on Amazon, they sometimes can take four or five or six days. I think it's an average of 4.6 days for a package from amazon.com. So that is considerably slower. I mean, I guess you, if you don't mind because you're just buying Christmas gifts, it doesn't matter that much. But like, you know, Mm. convenience of being able to get things on JD and Taobao in a day or two and or the ability to get food delivered immediately. I think I would have a little bit of trouble adapting, you know, reverse culture shock. You know, they they say you get culture (laughs) shock going one way. And if you went, if you go back, then you might get culture shock. Oh, my gosh, this is what my own country is like. It would be like really weird if I was like back in the States and I ordered something and three days had passed. And it's like, where's that? thing that I ordered. I swear I ordered it. Is there a problem? <laughs> the bigger shock is going to come from um, what we were talking about earlier. Because I, for me, at least, if I order from places like JD and Taobao, it's something I do need. But if it's a day late or two day late, you know, it doesn't affect me too much. But things that I order on Olama or Meituan, I'm just like, those are usually things that I need to just get it into my system this very moment. And imagine... Jason, if you go back to the States and at 11 p.m. and you just want something, you know, hearty and comforting to eat, <laughs> and you're not going to have that option, that's probably going to be harder than waiting a, a, an extra day or two for, for a parcel to arrive, I think. Yeah, I know. I think you're right. And I think most people's solution to that, I mean, the real actual real solution is that they get in their car and they go drive down. I mean, you know, you lived in New York and that's not the case. So I'm not sure what you just go stroll out on the streets or something and look for something that's open. But in like a small town, like where my brother and my mom live, they'd just be like, get in the car and drive down to Taco Bell and wait in the, in the queue to have someone talk like, do you like a burrito to (laughs) maybe you get your order right? Maybe not, but Hey, you got something right. And that takes a little bit longer. So many extra steps. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely. I wanted to talk about the actual process of things being delivered to the home. So in the United States, people have the package dropped off at their front door. And sometimes things can be stolen. Or sometimes, you know, maybe people might have a very large box to put things in. I, I haven't seen that personally. But look, I've seen a lot yeah. of YouTube videos where people steal their boxes off of each other's porches. Oh. But the process here in China is different. But people have like a place for mail to be delivered, but they don't typically use that. Instead, outside there are these boxes, sometimes called hive boxes, which are like these mm-hmm. metal boxes that open by using a QR code or punching in a code that you get on your phone. And if you get things delivered, you can have the delivery person put them into this box. So if you're at home, it can be brought yeah. directly to your home. Or if you're not home, they can be put in these boxes. What has your experience been with these? Well, I'll talk about my experience in, in, in both countries, actually. When I was in the, when I was in New York, I've had really weird, uh, you know, stories 
because I was living in this sort of condo building. So all of the packages when they arrive, um, the delivery person just uh, the 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 post the the USPS person just kind of puts it in the on this little table if it's small enough. And there are three families living in that condo, and nobody else goes in. And so I would look up on Amazon and says your parcel has been delivered, and I'm like I don't I don't see it. I don't know where it is. And then the next morning. This, our package would reappear on that little desk, but it has been opened and resealed with a blue tape. And we were like super freaked out. We're like, we don't know what, what they didn't take whatever that's inside. Again, it was a book. It was a book again. And they didn't take it out out of the, the envelope. They didn't do anything to the book, but it just opened it and resealed. I was like, did you maybe open it by accident or whatever? But it was also kind of weirded me out to, it was weirding me out to um, think about confronting the neighbors so i just kind of let it slide mm. and it happened mm. a couple of times and it just it just it just gives you that little Ugh, you know that that feeling and then mm. i came back i was like oh wow these little magic boxes and they have it pretty much for every residential compound now mm. where the because the delivery person always calls you Mm-hmm. They call mm-hmm. you when they're at your door and then say, "Hey, your 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 package is here. Are you at home? If you're not home, where do you would you like to me to where would you like me to leave it?" And when they put it in a hive box, I was just like, "This really solves all of my problems because I am paranoid from thinking that my 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 packages are going to be either stolen or opened by somebody else." And you know, it's not even it's not even about the money; it's the feeling. You know, it's that kind of paranoia mm-hmm. that just stays on your mind. But these hive boxes, you get it. You get a message. You get a call, and you know that there the package is in um is in the uh, the hive box, whatever. And they have different sizes. They have the smaller ones. They have the big ones in the bottom. Where you, even if you order something that's bulky, you could put it in the in the the, the big cells in the in the bottom. The only one time I had a I was a little worried was I ordered the uh, I ordered the the hairy the hairy crabs. <laughs> And I was like, I I don't want you to put it, put that in the in the hive box because I want the <laughs> I want the crabs to, the crabs to stay alive. They were alive. They were okay. But other than that, it's it's such a it's such a great invention. Oh my god! I think it it served so many people. It helped a lot of people with their schedules. <music> There's also another option I've seen where like some local shops that also double yeah. as like an extra delivery place. So you can go in there and just give them the last four digits of your phone number and they go, oh, okay, you have three packages or whatever. I only say three yeah. because my wife shops for a lot of stuff. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. You sure talk about the shopping, your wife's uh, shopping habits a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, she takes care of, you know, what we need. So it's really about all us. Uh, but, you know, you're right. I think going back and not even just 11 p.m., one of the things that I get at one of my workplaces is I go I go to work and then there's a food that's provided. And sometimes it's like, wow, that's great. And sometimes it's like you, I walk up and it's like, I don't really want to eat that today. And so I don't yeah. I have a limited amount of time for lunch. So what I can do here in China is just open Alama and order something and it comes, you know, I know which one's coming like 30 minutes and food will just pop up. Boom. It's like there immediately, sometimes faster than 30 minutes. It takes like 20 minutes for things to come because, you know, like McDonald's and a couple other places that already have food ready to go. Yeah. They're just going to just rocket that straight to your place from 
from their cupboard or whatever. So like, that's really convenient. If I was back in the States and I was being offered like, you know, free food along with my, my workplace, it would be very inconvenient uh-huh. because I, okay, I'm going to order a pizza. Great. When is that going to get here? <laughs> when is, it, is it going to be like within lunchtime? Yeah. Speaking of the, the thing that I also love about Olamame Tuan is that you can see where the person actually is like the, your delivery person. Yes, it's like a little video game. You see, <laughs> you see, exactly. I would, I would, I would even, I would even look at my phone and it says this person is 30 meters away from you. I was like, all right, he's outside my door. And I go open the door before he even knocks. And I was like, thank you for delivering my food. And it was just like, it's like, a, it's like a little game. Like you said, it's, it's just fun. And it, it gives you, it gives you an idea of, you know, how much time am I, am I expecting? I could, I could actually plan you know do i want to you know if i want to take a shower in between or if i want to cook something or i want to whatever i i have a very clear idea of how long this food is going to take me it tells you when the sh- the delivery person is on his way to the shop when he's waiting in the shop how long it's going to take until he gets your food and then he has left the shop and he's on your way whatever it's like you see everything on the on the app i love it i love i love watching that little motorcycle the cyclist icon just going do 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 to my place infinite joy i, I love it too it is uh, really great but sometimes i get my hopes up it'll say okay your food is going to be delivered <laughs> at such and such time it's going to be delivered at 5 43 and i'm like yay i'm watching it. it's 5 23 and he's really <laughs> close and i'm like oh he's here wow that's amazing and then he suddenly goes a different direction and he pauses there for a while oh he's got other things to deliver in my neighborhood oh i see i'm not it is gonna be 543 okay okay (laughs) but you know you could stalk him yeah it's like it's like having a relationship yes exactly (laughs) you could stalk him where's he now what's he doing (laughs) are you coming (laughs) are you coming my way but you know, usually they'll call too. So you kind of actually know like, okay, it's going to be like two, two or three minutes. Yeah, I found them to be very considerate. Because um, one of the buildings I lived in before, it was an older building. So it didn't have that kind of buzzing uh, system installed and you can just walk up. And they would never knock really loud at night. Like basically after 11, they would they would call and they would lower their voice and they say, where the, your food is here, I'm by your door. Although that's a little, <laughs> it's just it's the sound of it didn't sound very. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at your front door. <laughs> I'm open, but they are very, they're very considerate. They don't, they try not to make your neighbors hate you for, for always ordering food late at night and just go bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Look, this person you're building eats at 11 p.m., 12 even (laughs) so they try to be i was like i appreciate i appreciate that i really do i'd like to tell you a story about my wife again who i keep bringing up again yes so she's listening to this episode i hope she is she is listening um this is about (laughs) not just her birthday i think we chatted about that a little bit before but it's also about my our anniversaries plural uh the s is emphasized deliberately so this year (laughs) I did not remember her birthday. Let me Uh just make myself look a little better. I Mm. had remembered that her birthday was coming and I remembered what day it was. Okay. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do something for that. Then suddenly it was the day (laughs) and I was like, oh no, it's her birthday today. And I hadn't actually done anything. Do you know when you plan to plan? I'm shaking my head. You know when you plan to plan? (laughs) It's not, I think instead of planning to plan, I should have just made a plan. But anyways, it was too late (laughs) and it was like 11 a.m. on her birthday. And I was like, okay. Uh Uh-huh. I need to fix this. Uh, I need something. I don't have anything. So using just, just Alama, 
I was able to find a flower shop. I was able to find uh, a gift, which are the headphones I'm actually wearing now. Nice. See, we share. (laughs) And and I was also able to order, I think, a cake. And I was able to get them all like set to a time. So, they were delivered right before I got off of work. And everything came. It was all lovely. And I was able to go home and look, hey, look at all the stuff I got for you. Happy birthday. Here you go. And I was (laughs) able to be the hero instead of like the villain in this story. But I mean, this is- Crisis averted. Crisis averted. (laughs) But this is not the only time that I've done that. Oftentimes, I I also rely on this technology to catch me for anniversaries as well. And I think it's not (laughs) just been one or two. I think this is an ongoing tragedy. Now, this is a cliche in American TV shows. It's the cliche of the man who doesn't remember the the special day. Imagine how many tens of millions of relationships could be (laughs) spared. Could be saved. (laughs) If there was just better delivery options so that you could just get everything. Yeah. We could really, we could save the world. Yeah, we should call, we should call the- Olama could save the world. We should call the the CEOs of Olama Maituan and say, hey, there's so much more about your apps that are, than just delivering food, than filling people's stomachs. You're actually <laughs> saving relationships. Yeah. Good for you guys. Great cause. I want to ask you, when you're ordering, I don't know if you read Chinese as well, or or you when you're ordering... Not really. So, when you're ordering on Olama, how would you... Do you do you take a screenshot and scan it in WeChat to translate, or wow, you, how do you, you do it? My, well, firstly, I can recognize, like, a few hundred characters, the most common characters. Actually, ah, maybe, I see. So, I can usually tell what something is from, like, one character in the word, and, like, there's a picture uh-huh. nearby in the context. So, I'm like, yeah. okay, that's got to be, I don't want cream on my nope. coffee, right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Okay. I don't want cream on my coffee. One time, okay, that's not, but doesn't always work. I actually was trying to not order cream on my coffee two weeks ago, and I think I turned uh-huh. it to uh, soy milk. So actually, it doesn't <laughs> always work. But you're right. If you want to, and you're a foreigner, you can just take a screenshot, and then you go into WeChat, which everyone has. So every single person living in China has WeChat. It is the yeah. most ubiquitous app that everyone uses. Um, imagine like yeah. every app you have, and that's WeChat. Okay. And actually also does like <laughs> Didi and it does food delivery and it does so much more. Anyways, so you, then you can go in and there's yeah. an option to scan the language and then it shows me what is in there. The consequence of that is I have hundreds of screenshots saved in my phone of like delivery <laughs> app like screens. So every now and then I have to go in there and clean them all, all out. But yeah. I know. But yeah. they have this, um, I don't know if that app is in, um, in, in Wuhan in your city yet. It should be. I think they're expanding to major cities, but they started in in Beijing and Shanghai. It's this app called JSS and Sherpa. I don't know if you if I've used heard them of before. I've heard of yeah, it. They're both delivery apps that are developed to help the the expats community to have an easier you know delivery experience. Everything is translated. Actually, now that you bring it up, it's really strange that you do because I know why I know JSS. One of my friends who used to work with me actually is the uh, primary translator for JSS. He, he's the one of the editors who edits all of the translations that have been made for the for the app itself in Beijing. Oh wow! He's a famous DJ in uh in in Beijing called uh, Fan Tuan, and he does all kinds of shows in Beijing. Also, in addition, huh. is like his side gig. Yeah, he I know. Well, that he, he sounds like a very cool person. He is a very. Cool I'm gonna person. find he's him. He's a great guy. So what's Sherpa? Is that the same thing? That's also for expats. Same. It's the same. It's the same concept. Yeah, I've never used Sherpa myself. I've used JSS because I know that some 
um, restaurants that are more, you know, if they're if it's a foreign type of cuisine, it's more likely to be on Sherpa first to kind of test popularity. Oh, sorry, mm. GSS first mm. to test popularity. And I, I use it because my boyfriend is American. Mm. Mm. Um, he doesn't he doesn't re- really read Chinese, so it's a lot easier for him to use GSS. And GSS actually has. I don't know if they do some like specific little, you know, English training for their delivery people. GSS delivery people would say English. They would they would do a little bit of a quick little greeting with with the customers just to make them feel like I am doing this delivery specially for you. And they, you know, they would be like, "Good morning, here you here you go, goodbye." You know, it's simple stuff, but it makes the customers feel like, "Oh, he's here for me." You know, I know what you mean. So, firstly. A lot of our American audience might not know that English is one of the core subjects in China that's taught. So a lot of Chinese people, even if they don't speak it, they understand a lot of English. Not to mention, uh, you know, Hollywood movies pretty popular. But yeah. I found moving from Beijing to Wuhan, more of the general population I interacted with suddenly spoke really good English. I go into like a Starbucks and they're <laughs> just like, I'll be like, oh yeah, I want a Dabe, and they're like, "Oh, you want a you want a cappuccino that's hot? Okay, yeah, no problem." And I'm like, "Oh, wow, okay, yeah, <laughs> thank you." And so it's just like everywhere here in Wuhan, I've encountered just like people just automatically start speaking English to me. So like, I'm sure that JS yeah. and Sherpa are great; they're wonderful, and people you know who are moving here would find it very convenient. But it's also that increasingly people speak English here because you know there's been a lot of effort put into learning English in China. I think maybe so they could do international business or go to universities abroad. I'm not actually sure the reason that there's been so much emphasis on learning English, but increasingly a larger and larger segment of the Chinese population seem, at least in first tier cities, seem to speak English. China's going through a lot of education uh, reforms right now, but at least when I was broke, uh, when I was uh, <laughs> growing up and currently as well, we call it there like a th- there are three pillars, you know, and put the three major subjects that everybody has to study. That's Chinese, well, Chinese or, or literature, however you call it, math and English. And then there are other subjects that you could be, you could focus on uh, sciences, you could focus on on arts, but English is something that every student kind of learns in school. But wherever you want to take it after uh, you graduate, or how much more time and extra energy you want to invest in learning English that that's that's on your own but yes a lot what does JSS stand for I know for? the Chinese name is <laughs> called Jin Shi Song I think that's just um you know the the first letter of each uh character I don't know if it has an English like a full English name actually well I'm gonna definitely look out for these apps because it might make my life a little bit more convenient. But now, like I told you, now that I know how to use LMA for the most part, I'm, I feel like uh, I'm just one of those people that once they find one kind of way to do something, it get kind of stuck in that way. It's something. Oh that, God, I know. <laughs> yeah, some uh, some of my compatriots. Venture out, yeah, Jason. I, I'm going to try. You're right. I should I should venture out and try <laughs> something new and get an app that's more convenient for me. But. Let me ask you a question. The JSS and Sherpa, like right now, I know that Alamon, you know, they have everything. Do JSS and Sherpa mm. have the same like wide spectrum of availability? From what I have observed, at least on JSS, it's not, uh, it's not it, the, the range, the number of uh, restaurants that are on JSS is, you know, sort of significantly smaller than what's available on Alamon because I think, I think the, 
the delivery fee on JSS is a little bit more expensive than Ulama mm-hmm. and uh, and Meituan. I think probably because they spend a little more money on training their staff or making sure they could you know get the right. Oh, also for JSS, I think they do some sort of a, a, a special. Not a special, but it's like a designated delivery person for your order because we've had the situation where we ordered from two places, mm-hmm. and they probably see the the platform sees oh this is all going to the same um, ID the same apartment. So it was actually this one delivery person from JSS bringing both orders from two different places to our door. So not as many restaurants sign up for that, I mm-hmm. guess, because you do have to pay the platform a little bit more. But it, it it offers a different um, uh, group of selections for different types of food. So I I'm not like you. I have all of them. I have <laughs> I have Meituan, I have Olama, I have I have JSS, whatever whatever else I have. I have Luckin, I have Starbucks. I have all of these ordering apps on my phone. You don't even need Starbucks. You can actually just use it. Use WeChat, and if you scroll down, it just pops up. And WeChat is what. Like- you know, WeChat has Luckin and Starbucks. You just need to download it inside of WeChat, and you can order Starbucks and Luckin from inside WeChat. Oh, the little apps. The so- it's one of the micro, the apps, micro apps. The micro apps, oh, yeah, that WeChat I see has. It. Yeah, inside of it, it actually has them. So I, I do a lot of my ordering from within WeChat for like coffee and stuff, also. Although I can also order. Does it automatically translate everything into English if your 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 language on WeChat is English? It can. You can download it in English. You, you have to actually specify when you're ah. downloading, and then you get Starbucks ah, I see. in English. But I also order on Alama, and it also has Starbucks on Alama, so I can also yeah. Or that's why I have to take screenshots because sometimes I'm not in WeChat, <laughs> and you know the whole swiping and then going into the other app such an inconvenience. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, God, we're so spoiled. <laughs> yeah, really. We're like, everything is at, the, is at our fingertips, and we just always want, want more. It's amazing that you mentioned that these, there are new apps that are, I, I'm wondering if you speak French and you live in China, is there a special app for you to order food, or you just have to learn Chinese, or you can use English on Sherpa and JSS? Because there's just so many options that are so convenient in China that make life here Maybe a little bit too convenient, which makes me think that after we get off of this podcast, I might need to go for a walk outside. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see the world yourself instead of through, in your, through, uh, through your phone. Yeah, exactly. Um, it has been wonderful talking to you, Alex. Likewise, Jason. This is uh, helping me look at my life in a different perspective. <laughs> Almost. Maybe it's another kind of therapy beyond your work. See, you're in. You're surrounded by a therapist. <laughs> Maybe there is something wrong, and I need to look in. I don't my, think anything's wrong. My soul, and just take a deep dive. <laughs> Actually, I think it's wonderful talking to you. I'm learning so much about apps that I didn't know formerly, and about JSS and other things. But for those listening at home, please join us next time on the bridge where China meets the world. Looking forward to next time, everybody. Jason. Bye-bye, Alec. Have a good one. Bye-bye.